talking about uh, stones. Stones that are quarried. So it, it wasn't long after uh, the beginning of man that he soon recognized that rocks were tools, uh, had abrasive qualities that put them to use for polishing first other stones, then the newfangled tools of the Bronze and Iron Age. A wide variety of natural materials have been used to grind and polish metal. The natural stones are usually known by the name of their source. Beyond the familiar Arkansas stone, there, are the, there is the Turkey stone, the Belgium, the Labrador, the Naxian, the Tam O'Shanter, etc. The Arkansas and the Washah are among the known, mostly to mineralogists today, and another word for the, these stones is the Celtic name for a whetstone is pastor mix. Other materials have been used as well. Britons once sharpened their sickles on wooden ripe sticks covered with tallow and sand. Armorers polished with handfuls of scouring rushes or horsetails. A plant which isolates silica in its cells. For stopping, stropping and stopping leather was often charged with jeweler's rouge, available at hardware stores as a buffing compound today, is the most commonly used material. So I've occasionally used the undersides of a woody shelf fungi that grow out of the sides of trees for this purpose also, instead of rouge. The makers of artificial stones try to capture some of the romance of natural materials by giving them such names as India. But they are made, there's no such basis of that they are made of bonded synthetic abrasives, such as silicon carbide. In the Dictionary of Tools, R.A. Solomon relates the story of a Brixton ironmonger who when he could not convince carpenters of the value of a new artificial oil stone, and this was around 1901, they um, would throw one against the wall. As the stone would not break, he sometimes made the sale. These artificial stones have largely replaced the natural ones in today's market, except for the finest of work. The favored natural abrasive was and is about the most common material on earth, silicon carbide. Silica, which is sand, indeed, the root of the word sand goes back to the ancient Greek, meaning to rub. Silica is hard and sharp when the grains are fresh. When rubbed about through, the edges become rounded and will no longer cut as well. Beach sand, which has been knocked down quite a bit by the ocean, will not work as well as grit that is freshly eroded from the rock. In his report on Macaulay's Weststones, Olmsted mentioned that one of their desirable qualities was that they wear away fast. So using such a stone constantly reveals fresh surfaces of sharp particles, almost a never-ending cycle. A stone that does not wear away faster than the metal that it is abrading will quickly glaze and stop cutting, either from the sharp edges being rounded or from the particles of metal filling the spaces between the abrasive grains. The oil for honing, 
that Olmsted mentioned helps to prevent this last problem by holding the medical particles in suspension and keeping the grit clean. The suspended particles of grit also aid in positioning the edge. The water that is used on sandstones for grinding also washes away worn particles and softens the surfaces of the stone so that it will wear much more readily. Olmsted said that Macaulay stones will set a fine edge because their grit is both fine and sharp. The size of the grit determines how finely the metal surface will be worked by contact with the stone. Abrasive stones work by scratching away the metal surface. When you grind a chisel on a sandstone wheel, the large particles take deep, widely spaced scratches out of the surface. This quickly shapes the metal, but leaves the edge too rough and ragged to part the fibers of the wood cleanly. When you then hone this edge on a stone with smaller particles, continuously smaller and smaller, the scratches produced are shallower and closer together. The result is a polished edge that is finer and keener, and one that will meet with less resistance as it is forced through the bundles of cellulose of this material that we call wood. The finest stones are those that have the smallest grain size and the least amount of foreign matter between the abrasive particles of the rock. The highly regarded Arkansas stone can be almost pure silica and appear pure white. Foreign matter color stones and affects their cutting action by dispersing the actively abrasive grains so that the scratches can make them further apart. These impurities can cause a great variation in how the stone will wear, faster or slower, and will determine in large part the tendency of the stone to glaze. Carpenters generally prefer a soft, fast-wearing stone, both because it cuts quickly and because the broad blades of carpenter's tools will wear away the stone evenly across the surface. The best way to obtain a final edge on a soft or porous stone is to draw the blade backward across its face. So I usually do this for a few strokes, and after I work the edge in a circular motion on the whole surface of the stone, the narrow tools of carvers would quickly gouge out the soft stones that carpenters and joiners usually use. They must have a hard stone as possible to resist irregular wear. The hard black Arkansas is the stone of choice, more than not. So let's talk about care of stones. All whetstones need to be kept in a wooden box to protect them from breakage, dirt, and the elements. A stone that is exposed to the sun will harden and tend to glaze. Clean your stone with plenty of oil or water after each use and put it away. The wooden box will retain some of the oil or water to keep the stone fresh for its next use. Protect the surface of the stone by working the tool being sharpened over the whole of its width, not just to one side. Inevitably, the ends of the stone will get to be higher than the middle. When this gets to be an instance, you can resurface the stone by rubbing against another stone. A chunk of sandstone is excellent for this. Or a sheet of abrasive paper set on a flat surface. I, I like to use flat float glass as a flat surface. In many of the old towns of Europe, 
the stone step of the stairway of a certain house was discovered incidentally to be a good whetstone. This wood spot eventually become community property and be worn slowly away under countless kitchen knives. Chances are that in some worthy stone near you, just waiting to go to work. If you cut your own trees, why not cut your own rock? Greg Perry, the historian.